This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode of The Horse Show is brought to you by Caitlin Mills and Jesse Spearman. Thank you, gals, so much. We really appreciate it. If you want to help support us monetarily, patreon.com slash I hate horror. Oh, and our soccer team, alive and well. And we will have updates for you uh, in the next episode, so stay tuned. Oh, hats, pre-order. Pre-order ends Sunday, um, and then that's it. They're going to disappear forever. So there's some fucking hats. Um, And we're going to have a new shirt coming out soon, too, so whatever. And that's store.ihatehorror.com. Enjoy the episode. Show the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. We're back. Guess who's back? Back again. It's Monday. It is Monday. I have to edit this fast. <laughs> um, this week. That's the show, folks. That's the show. This week is brought to you by, uh, I think, Jack to the Future, mm. which is actually Jack. Jack, like a normal Jack, but I, he wrote it one time, J-A-Q, so now I just... It's not Jacques? Jacques. It says Jacques to the future. Mm. So, fix that, man. <laughs> he chose Puppet Master 2. Mm, thanks for that. Which I am very happy about because I hate doing... I don't know if anyone's noticed, but we never do like the original movies unless we decide to do the entire series. We always do the uh, shittier sequel. Oddly enough, I actually just watched Puppet Master for the Colt Challenge. And so did I. So this was um, a nice follow-up to that. What did you think of the first one? Not great. I didn't mind it. I liked it. I, I don't hate it. Yeah. I kind of hate it. It's, it's, it's not, not very not good. Bad. <laughs> it's not bad, though. The puppet, the puppets are great. Like, like for a really low-budget movie mm-hmm. and like for Full Moon, Yeah, the puppets are really well done. Okay, so one of those puppets, like, head spins, like, really fast. Like, it's got three pieces, like, the head spins, and then it'll land on a different face. I think that's, like, one of the most incredibly challenging special effects. I was trying to think about how they would have done that cheap, and I couldn't do it. I mean, mean, really, the puppet work is incredible. And, like, it doesn't look like shitty claymation or stop motion. No, it doesn't. They really look good. Yeah. Everything else in that movie is not very good. There's too many shitty flashbacks that I don't care about. The first one? Yeah, they're like in that room, and there's a ghost. You know what? It's weird. This movie, these, this franchise is like based on fr- flashbacks because three's all flashbacks too. This right? franchise is a disaster. <laughs> oh wait, three is all one big flashback. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this franchise is a disaster. Um, so the original movie had a budget of four hundred thousand dollars. It's a lot of cash. Clerks was made for like twenty nine thousand dollars. But you could tell that. See, 
I guess I, I do want to give them props because you could tell that they oh, put their money towards the puppets. I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, and it, it, the first one doesn't look bad either. I would say. I would say camera work. It's it's par. I'm not going to say it's like wow. It's really stood the test of time. You could see it's aged, but like it's a solid movie. Like you could watch it. Like it doesn't hurt, burn my eyes. I wouldn't say it's par, but but I'll agree that it doesn't hurt your eyes. Okay. Two camera work. Two is. It's, ugh, I'm so it's, mad about it's it. It's frustrating. It sucks. Um, now here's the thing, though. Okay, so the original had a budget of four hundred thousand. Yeah. Guess the budget on two. It's probably double. Seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars yeah. budget. I don't know what it was spent on because it's one two locations. They probably spent it on that house. One new puppet that shoots fire. It's the most immobile puppet ever, too. So it's like it, it's crazy. And it makes me so mad that that puppet with the tiny head is called Pinhead. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, and speaking of Pinhead, let's talk about our puppets here. If you haven't seen, if you're not familiar, uh, you get a handful of puppets in this. Uh, you got Blade, who's uh, kind of a leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got the white hair and the stupid black hat and the dark circles around his eyes and things like that. He's got the Blade Hand and the hook hand. I'd actually argue because he, he's like the main puppet. He is. And he's he not like featured in barely, this at yeah, all. Barely in it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, Jester, who is literally just a Jester. <laughs> uh, Pinhead, like Joe said, it's this like giant, like, uh, I don't even know. It's but a he, brute. He's a brute. And he had, he, but he, and they use human hands to, to use his hands. It was a cheap way to use giant human hands. Yeah. In scenes. Um, He's like the Lenny from Of Mice and Men of the Gang. He ain't th- he's dim. <laughs> uh, I want to know how many times we, you, you so in particular, many. have referenced so Of Mice and Men. So many. Uh, Tunneler, uh, he's got a giant drill on the top of his head. I just looked up the wiki page to like read along while you were yeah. saying it, and they have like height and weight measurements for That's each, each character, <laughs> like, so like the wrestlers. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, he's kind of dressed like a Nazi. Yes. Tunneler. He's like the first Nazi guy. Uh, you got Leech Woman, who's like a who's goblin. one foot, seven inches, two pounds. <laughs> two pounds is heavy. Uh, and she's like a goth Barbie that uh, spits leeches. And new to the Moot franchise this year, Torch, who is a straight Nazi. Whereas these other ones, I mean, this guy was hunted by Nazis, so I don't know why he'd make one that looks like a Nazi, but he does. It's kind of got the... Uh, what do they call those? Like the spiked helmets? Um, I don't know. What do uh, they call those? That's from World War One, though. But yeah, whatever. He's wearing one of those. Bag. He's got fucking bullets for teeth. Um, and he's very robotic, even though they're not robots. Yeah. And um, another character you might want to be uh, familiar with, and Andre Toulon. Yeah. Andre Toulon. The puppeteer from the first one. Uh the Invisible Man is back, at, dude. hundred <laughs> percent is back at it in part two, <laughs> playing the Invisible Man. Um, he's the puppeteer in the first one. He blows his brains out in the first scene in the first one, and you never see him again. Well, in this one, he's the main character, and also doesn't show up till halfway through. So, also, we just spoiled that whole thing for you. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I don't even know why we talk about spoilers on this show because literally we just beat by beat. But I still feel the need to be like spoiler alert. Yeah, but I mean, if you're upset about spoiling Puppet Master Two, you're probably an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, we open up this episode, uh, this movie in 1991. In 1991, looks like 1950. 100. <laughs> uh, we got some puppets exhuming a corpse. Wait, can I hold on? <laughs> When did the first the events of the first film take place? It doesn't make okay. So he's being chased by Nazis, like the, literal Nazis, isn't he? Yeah, but then it fast forwards. There's a whole mess of dates and times in this that I could not keep straight <laughs> because Toulon will be like, "I was buried for two centuries," <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "What the fuck? Didn't you just die?" But even if that was the case, they still fuck up the dates and times in it. Because other people are like, we'll say century, and I'll be like, no, that... Can't be. Yeah. Yeah. But too long... Like, why 1991? Too has <laughs> been a day... I, I don't know. It's so fucking weird. It's really fucking bizarre. Um, by the way, Puppet Master 3's budget was uh, 800000 
So it actually went up after this one too. By twenty thousand. Yeah. Which they all which that one looks better than this. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. But it just sucks. This one is abysmal. Yeah, this one's really bad. Um so they open up the grave, they exhume the corpse. It's the corpse of Toulon. They, they pour serum, this green shit, all over the corpse. And uh, we see uh, the two hands. It reanimates him. He pops out of the grave. Yeah. Sweet. Pinhead's the one doing all the digging. Also, why is the grave like a two-by-two two box? Did you notice that? I did not. Uh, it's fucking weird. Um, Puppet Master 2 shows up on the screen. I hate the Puppet Master theme song, too. You do? Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not... I, I, I kind of don't I, mind it. Maybe it's because I watched them so close together, but that like. I can see it drilling in your head. Yeah, but, it, uh, it's a fucking nightmare. I mean, in Puppet Master 2, it's probably the highlight of the movie for me. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we uh, we meet these two, uh, I'm going to call them couples, but they're not really, I guess. Um, breaking into what appears to be a hotel from the original movie. It is. I write these notes before I know what's happening, so... Uh, You'll have to forgive me when I say things like that. Uh, their paranormal research team, yeah, which seems a little ahead of its time for 91. I mean, do you remember um, Do you remember like UFO magazines and shit like that? Do you remember getting yeah, those? I do. I loved um, those so much. I, I remember in sixth grade, we had to do research projects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this was like before, you know, you had Google or anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. So... I remember there was like TV shows on like Saturday nights that you could catch and they had like UFO experts and that's, those those are my sources. So the teachers were cool with it. I did the same thing. I did UFOs for my research. UFO and Bigfoot. Those are my two. Um, And uh, I I just, everyone was so fascinated with them at that point. Yeah. But that was, what year was sixth grade? 96. Like this is like a little ahead of its time, I think. Like paranormal researcher, like, I mean, unless they were around, I don't know. It just seemed very. uh, When did that movie Ghost Watch come out? It was like 90, right? Oh, was it? I think the, so. the BBC one? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's been around. Just because I wasn't aware <laughs> of it doesn't mean it wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> they're talking about Alex Whitaker. Actually, you might be right. I'm sorry. Ghostwatch might be 92 now I think about it. I, I, I could easily I mean, just I Google just think, it instead of talk to you about it on I, the show. I just feel like, uh, uh, you know... It just, I feel like when we started catching on to that, it was just becoming like a real thing. Yeah. People, people wasting their time pretending to catch ghosts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was the grift of like the late nineties, not the early nineties. Yeah. Cause when did that show, uh, like paranormal hunters and stuff? Oh, that was so much later. Yeah. Two thousands, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, we had some friends that thought they were ghost hunters too. Have they called into the show before? No. Well, because he goes to fucking scary places. No, no. He's like legit. Yeah. He goes to scary fucking places. We're talking about Mike, by the way. <laughs> Where Mike goes to scary fucking places, like, and probably illegally. No. Those places. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Statue of Limitations. They don't know which Mike, you know, million things. He goes into these fucking scary ass places, though. Like, shit, I would blow my brains out. Like, if he drove me there, I would just kill myself. Yeah, we used to go quite often. You went with them to that shit? Oh, yeah. Dude, I saw some pictures from those, and that w- it wasn't okay. It was not. That was scary as fuck. Like, shut down asylums and stuff mm-hmm. he goes to. I'm talking about. Allegedly. I'm talking about. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm talking about our friend that took us to the fucking local graveyard <laughs> in fucking high school, telling us he's seeing shit on his camera. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Do you who remember was, that? No. Who? You were there. What? You were there with me. Are you sure? Yeah, yes. Um, well, one is a kid that I punched in the eye. He was there. And then one is um, a photographer that lives near your parents now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, then that makes sense. Yeah. Are you sure I was there? I'm, I'm almost positive. Uh, it was a huge group, which is high school? Like, doesn't really... What? It was high school? Yeah, yeah. That's probably really high. And I was... <laughs> And I was, all I know was I was like, I was like being like, I just want to go home. And he was getting so annoyed with me because it was, dude, it was the graveyard. Did you hold hands and had to do a seance? Dude, it was the fucking graveyard by like, uh, I don't even know, like just down the street from you guys, like down the street from us. like By the high school? Yeah. Okay. 
like it's really open and there's yeah, streetlights. Yeah. Really scary graveyard of all time. Yeah, and very small. And he he had his camera out and was like, oh, "Did you see that? Oh, I think I see a specter. <laughs> yeah, orbs, orbs. <laughs> I think there's specters among us." And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I was like, "Can we go back now? Like, all I want to do is play video games." <laughs> and I got, I, of course, I got fucking shit on. But anyway, specters and spooks and stuff. Um. Speaking of specters and spooks, that's what they're here for. Uh, Alex Whitaker, our main character from the first film, had uh, lost his mind. He was in the nut house. Uh, Their words, not mine. Uh, And they say, you know, something drove Alex Whitaker out of his mind, and that's what they're here to find out about. The acting is rough. So um, in our cult movie challenge, there's... Uh, I think it's was it this week shot on, shot video. on video. This could have passed. Yeah, that. yeah. It gets a little better later on, so I th- I don't know what happened this first. But the beginning is literally like if oh somebody it's shot on a, video. Yeah, if somebody just took a VHS. Yeah, like you can't see anyone's face. No, <laughs> just fucking grainy and shit. And the acting is it's just people in a room. And they're like just start talking. Yeah, yeah. It's really bad. Um, they start hearing spooky stuff while setting up all their equipment. These are, and by the way, we find out these are government paid paranormal investigators. Grants, not even grants from the government. Like they're a division of the federal government (laughs) sent out to investigate paranormal activity. Um, Yet when they start hearing spooky stuff in the house and a fucking wine bottle is smashed on the wall, there's four of them in the same room. A wine bottle is smashed on the wall. They all run in. They see it fucking smashed on the wall. No one lives there. And they're like, huh. And they just walk out of the room. And they were also just talking about Egyptian spirits, like, at that point. Yeah. Like, how, how they might be in here. And, and they're paranormal. They would be, like, ejaculating right now. And then and then and this happens throughout the rest of the movie, too. Like, shit happens, and they're like, eh. like, <laughs> Like, one of them's like, oh, I'm going to go look at the graveyard. And the rest are like, what are you doing that for? And I'm like, it's a graveyard in the backyard. And then later, Toulon, who has been resurrected, as we mentioned, he's he's hiding out in this, like, room in the house. And you think it's, like, this, like, underground laboratory where he's concocting his scheme. Turns out it's just a room on the top floor. They didn't check and, all the and, rooms. And he's just the in there. He's, also, he's not quiet. No, he's talking to the fucking puppets <laughs> at a very loud volume. Uh, it's insane. Um but we cut from these kids to this older gal who's driving a uh, Corvette. <laughs> yeah, not a Corvette, but a, a nice car. What do they call it? Drop top convertible. Convertible. Uh, she's driving a convertible. <laughs> uh, she stops by these farmers. She asks for directions. Is her name Camille. Yes, Camille. Um, and uh, y- you know the the farmers mentioned that they had these hogs get torn up by a bunch of animals. And this, she's so excited about animal mutilation. Dude, she's like, "Oh, it could be a cult." Why would you think that? You're it's in the satanic. middle of nowhere. <laughs> fucking the first thing you think is it's a fucking fox. Um, We're not a chupacabra. Or if you're chup- going to go the paranormal, if you're going to go the paranormal route, dude, I was so fascinated with chupacabras when I was a kid. Um, Same. And uh, this lady, this lady's basically the farm woman is like, oh. You don't want to go up there. She she goes, if you know what's good for you, you'll stay away from that hotel. They say Satan's got a suite of rooms, brimstone coming out of the chimney at night, and it smells like roasted entrails. Um, and the lady's just like, well, oh, and gets in her car and fucking bounces. Like, well, what a jerk. I also thought she said roasted angels at first, and I was like, well, that would have been sweet. That's actually why I paused it and wrote that whole thing down, because I was like, roasted angels. <laughs> And then I got to entrails, and I was like, oh. I can't believe you wrote down any dialogue in this movie. Dude, because she was going calling it entrails. She was saying entrails <laughs> instead of entrails, which might be the right way. I don't know. Um, but back to the researchers. Uh, Camille is now there, this old lady that we just saw. And she's like the head honcho. She's like a psychic that works for Weekly World News. Yeah. And she's like, it pays the bills. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is also when we learned that they're government funded and stuff. And what there's one guy on this paranormal team, he, he works for the fucking paranormal team. And the whole time he's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, Camille's like, something bad happened here. He's like, what a quack. <laughs> Who believes this lady? Like, it's so weird what they believe and what they don't on this team. Um, 
one of the other guys goes out to the graveyard um, and he's taking pictures. Oh, this is one of the things. The grave's fucking exhumed. And he's snapping pictures like, huh. Like, huh, look at this. An exhumed grave. Yeah. And that's it. And there's nobody there. No, doesn't mention happen? doesn't mention it till later when he's like, hey, you know what? Like when they're already p- piecing everything together. Hey, I saw that grave exhumed. Yeah. You're like, oh. It doesn't even go check to see whose it is, right? No. <laughs> is car serious? Fucking jerk. Just went <laughs> in a circle. <laughs> fucking asshole hitting his turbos. Um what a jerk. Um anyway. The whole gang gets together. They're gonna have a big dinner. Um Camille's there and she's saying, I'm afraid a great violence has been done here. She's she's shook. She is fucking shook about this place. Um, because as we mentioned, she's a psychic. Yes. <laughs> they explain the whole situation again. Yes. Again. Also, I'm just, I was just thinking to myself, if she's a psychic and she knows something bad's happened here, then why do they all have to stay there to investigate? Yeah, I know. Why can't she just be like, hey, this happened? Yeah. And um, they start explaining this, that, that Alex was the only one to survive. Um, but after he survived. I'm going to go fight this guy. I know. What a fucking asshole. Is that him up there? I don't even know where he is. What? It's a rival podcast? Well, it's fucking Blumhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fucking Blumhouse. I talk so much shit online. Send guys to rev cars while we record. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what would, it's all about. I would honestly respect that. It's the fucking Shockwave's fucking muscle car. Fucking trying to fuck up our show. Trying to fuck up our flow. I'm going to fucking punch this guy if he comes back around. He literally just did a circle. Oh, yeah. He knows. He knows what we're doing. He's a grown-ass man, probably. Anyway, um... <laughs> So, oh, so they're saying Alex is this only one that survived. Um, but after that, he started having premonitions uh, because he's schizophrenic. And I don't think they know the definition of schizophrenic. And I don't think schizophrenia j- comes on to you because of what happened. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> schizophrenic. Um, this one guy there, the brother of our main, our lead gal. He starts mocking her for being on Weekly World News, and we learn that he's a drunk for no reason. Mm-hmm. I'm writing these things down that don't matter. Yeah. I, I apologize. Uh- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> so we cut to um, half man, half robot building something. He's got Darth Vader gloves on, and it's clearly Toulon. Yeah, except what's his name in this movie? He... He decides to call himself er- like Enrique Chanet. <laughs> Eric, Eric, Eric Chani. Wait, wait, is that how he pronounces it? Yeah. Did you see how he spells it? No. He spells like a total asshole. E R I Q U E E. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. yeah, he goes, I'm Eric Chan. Oh. <laughs> That's so funny. I paid so little attention to when That's this guy so talked. That's so fucking funny. He's dressed like the Invisible Man. He's wrapped like a mummy. Dude, he has he's big sunglasses. Wrapped 100% like a mummy. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, so Camille's like, you know what, man? I'm fucking out of here. You guys don't respect me. And this place is fucked up. Oh, because she saw two, ki- two creatures. Two, two puppets. She's yeah. like, I saw two little things running around. Again, she can she she, she can see things, <laughs> but she can't see fucking two puppets. So they go in there, and there's like two rag dolls. And uh, a group of paranormal uh, people are like, oh, this lady's kind of crazy. <laughs> she believes these rag dolls are real. Uh, so she's like, you know what? Peace out. Like, fuck you. Fuck y'all. I'm out of here. She starts packing up her shit and she is attacked by Jester and Pinhead. And she puts up zero fucking struggle, which is which is frustrating because the rest of the movie, everyone just beats the shit out of these puppets with such fucking ease. They eliminate like all the puppets. And honestly, rightfully so. Yeah. These puppets should be dismantled. They're so small. Yeah. And the fact that you two pounds. I didn't realize that you could just kill them. 
Like one of them just gets stepped on, and that's it. It's curtains for that puppet. Yeah, I, I was like, he's gonna come back alive later. Or they do something. like an autopsy on him, dude. They do a fucking <laughs> autopsy. It's fucking out of control. They just stepped on the fucking little guy. It was insane. So Camille puts up zero fight, and they bound and gag her and fucking drag her out of the room. Two puppets drag her out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> they can do nothing the rest of the movie. They have such a struggle fighting people because well, they use all their energy. They take dragging the, her out of the room. Well, that's a good point, but. You're a jerk. <laughs> I can't believe you brought that up. That That is, the plot of this Continuity. is they're running out of fucking energy, but that is not the case. I know that's not the case. Um, is anything happen here? Um, they Oh, the people are downstairs while Camille gets taken. The, the rest of the investigators are downstairs watching TVs. They did not see what happened, but then they see Tunneler, like, run by and, like, look at the camera. It was like, it was like the Bigfoot footage yes and it was awesome it made me laugh so hard the way he was running too he like looked to the right and then ran into the room and they're like what the fuck so they book it upstairs to 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 see what's going on that guy was not running into camille's room though he was running in to uh our 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 main gal's room do you have their names by any chance uh carolyn carolyn yes Yes, I had her name listed as Elsa because she turns in, well, whatever. Um, so Carolyn, it's Carolyn's brother. Patrick. They, Patrick. They walk into this room and fucking Tunneler is just drilling a whole hole into this Honestly, head. this was my favorite part of the movie. It was awesome. Because it wasn't a bad kill. And Tunneler is a kind of sweet puppet. Tunneler's really cool. And then they kill him. Then he's done. <laughs> yeah, then he's done. And, and they kill him by just... Ripping him out of this guy's head and stepping on him. Yes. And they crush him with a lamp. Oh, that's what it is. A lamp. But I mean, honestly, it's like, bam, 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 bam. They just fucking bash his little head in a little bit. Like, and he's in on one piece when they go, because they take him downstairs and they fucking autopsy yeah, him. Yeah, they dissect him. And then they, they're doing x-rays on him somehow. Did you catch that? I did. That was awesome. Yeah. Because there's no machinery. Did you catch that they were like... Just by looking at them, they're like, oh, this must be run by a chemical. <laughs> I actually missed that part, but I did hear, uh, hey, he might have made the most important scientific discovery of our time. And they're talking about Patrick, the dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> they said Patrick might By him made, getting killed. By him getting discovered, this. discovered it. <laughs> and then they put Patrick in a freezer because. Yeah. Why wouldn't you leave at this point? Dude, a thing just drilled a hole like the size of a softball into your brother's head. What you just discovered is being run by a special chemical. Yes, which I don't know how you discovered. Uh, and then we are introduced to Eric Chaney, a.k.a. Wait, are they mango experts? Are they mango experts? This, they know a lot about how these puppies. They do, but they're also bases. I feel like you need to have a big book. That's true. I think you need to be like, hey, we got to go ask this guy. Hey, I know a guy that knows everything about puppets with drills Fine. on their heads. <laughs> I, I concede. They're amateur mangle experts. They're amateur mangle <laughs> experts that work for the federal government as professional ghost hunters. Uh, <laughs> um, so this guy, Eric Chaney, walks in the room. Dude, he's dressed as the fucking invisible man. He's got giant goggles on. He talks like a total asshole. Hey, I hate him. Asshole. And he's like, oh, what are you doing in my house? This guy, I can't even do the accent. It's like a German accent. This guy put me to sleep every time he opened his mouth. Dude, and he talked forever. Forever. Um, And he said he's been residing there for decades. Um, And he's like, oh, but you guys can stay here. I don't even know his voice. It was like a German accent. How do you do a German accent? Arnold. (laughs) You can can reside here for, I've been living here for decades. There we go. It's kind of like Malcolm McDowell. Is he German? What no. Is Malcolm He's British. Is he? Yeah. Good for him. Um, so this guy's like, this guy shows up and is like, this is my house and I've been here the whole time and you guys have been making a racket. And they're like, no, you haven't. And he's like, yes, I have. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about that is, is so Because they know whose house it is. Dude, yeah. They talk about it. Dude, he went to the asylum. The girl is like, we have evidence that this has been vacated for centuries. And he's like, no. And she's like, all right. <laughs> like, they just allow it. It's so fucking weird. It's so fucking bizarre. Do you think that's how, like, 
New York City squatters get away with it sometimes. Yes. They're like, yeah, I live here. But that's like, no, because you don't. the cops have so much other shit to do. <laughs> like, that's like when you ask the cop for directions in New York and he's like, look at a fucking map. <laughs> well, yeah. Got an asshole. <laughs> yeah, but that's what they would do. Like, if they found squatters, they'd be like, guys, get the fuck out of here. This isn't your place. And they'd be like, yeah, it is. And then the cop would be like, Jesus Christ. And then just, <laughs> just fucking leave. <laughs> he'd wait until they killed somebody and then they could finally arrest them. Until <laughs> they killed a prostitute in there. Um, Meanwhile, another weird twist to this story. A motorcycle pulls up carrying a fella by the name of Michael Kenny, who we learn is Camille's son. Yes. And he's like, hey, Camille's not home. <laughs> so I rode my motorcycle up here. Um, she shows him the dolls and says it killed their brother. And he's like, oh, man. This is like classified information. You work for the federal government. Right. Don't go showing around a killer doll. And also no one would believe you. Um, back at the farm, uh, we blade and leech woman break in those two disgusting fucks from the, the farm that Camille farm, was talking right about. now. When we saw them, they were putting up a, an electric fence to keep out whatever animal was, um, keeping them out. But for some reason, when these two tiny ass puppets show up, they have to clip the wire. <laughs> we see blade cutting the wires. And it's There's like, no way he's tripping over that wire or like getting tangled. You could literally either jump over it or crawl under it. You are the smallest dolls imaginable. <laughs> they're very thin dolls. They're very, they're not thick. Um, these dolls, they come in. Um, I, I like this scene though. Uh, the wife wakes up to the leech woman just like eating her husband or doing something, something. funny. He, she's, she's, got, yeah, she's sucking his blood, isn't she? She's it? got like a piece of flesh from him um so she grabs a shotgun she manages to catch leaf leech woman and throw her in the fireplace and again i'm like are these dolls really dying right now and they are yeah they are like these dolls are being fucking handily eliminated <laughs> one by one in this movie um blade comes out though um and he's about to get it she's got blade right in her sights and then we are introduced to torch for the first time who just fucking waddles out and lights her on fire. With his flamethrowing arm. <laughs> yeah, he just lifts his little arm up, flames the shit out of her, and then uh, fucking Blade walks up to her and just fucking stabs her in the head for good measure. Yeah. So. Um, and there's a weird thing where they're, like, carrying pieces of meat around, like the smallest little pieces of meat. And we learn that in the next scene, they, they bring these pieces to Toulon, um, who's harvesting this flesh, and it's part of the serum, I guess, that that makes people live. So he's, like, using this because, like, the dolls are getting weaker, he says, and the serum will bring everybody's strength up to 100%, um, and he needs flesh. These puppets are harvesting the smallest amount of flesh, <laughs> and he keeps sending them out, and I don't know why he doesn't just go back to the corpse and bring the whole fucking thing back. <laughs> But instead, he's like, oh, this is perfect. It is like the smallest piece of flesh. I know. Smallest piece of flesh. Also, do you think anyone was shocked when Toulon revealed it, or Eric revealed that he's actually Toulon? Do you think anybody watching this movie was like, holy shit? I hope not. Because <laughs> I think that was meant to be like a, a minor twist. I really hope not, because it's insane. Like, of course it's Toulon. <laughs> um yeah, and then Toulon's kind of explaining all of this, and he goes, Another century as Toulon's fantastic stringless marionettes. So his goal in life, his goal with all these fucking deranged puppets and him a zombie is just to keep being a fucking puppet master, That's a marionette. Yeah. All this killing <laughs> is just to become a fucking marionette again. Holy shit, play with fucking puppets. Um. <laughs> We get a flashback to Egypt that does nothing to the story. Why is there Egypt again? I know they talked about it before, but they had nothing to do with the first movie, right? Joe, this makes no fucking sense <laughs> why it's in here. And I was waiting. I was actually kind of intrigued by it, right? Because it shows Toulon doing the puppets. Um, his puppets get damaged and him and his wife. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the only reason, but they don't even explain the wife's death in this, which is fucking infuriating. <laughs> oh my god, that—that's what pissed me off the most. That—that—that that, that pissed me off so bad. But anyway, I digress. Toulon's puppets catch on fire, and her, his wife brings him to this store, and this guy's like, "Oh, I've got a special thing for you," and he shows him a fucking puppet that moves by itself. And Toulon's like, "I need that." 
We do not learn how he gets it. We do not learn why his wife dies, but his wife is dead. Because he mentions her name is Elsa. Elsa. And he's like, we will be reunited soon. <laughs> and, and shit like that. And very ominous. But we don't know why she died. We don't know how he got the fucking puppet from this guy. Like they bartered or something. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know shit. And honestly, they could have made like that could have been an interesting subplot. Yeah. Oh, that's what like, I was actually most interested like an origin in. Origin story. Like, I was like, when are they going to bounce back to Egypt? And they never did. <laughs> and, and it ended with his wife just going, "Do it for the children. Do it for the children." Like the children he performs the- to. Yeah. I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what you assume. But why? Well, th- why does it matter? Because <laughs> she's like, she's like, sell your soul to this guy for this stringless puppet to perform for the kids. And he did. <laughs> um, whatever. Um, back in the real world, Michael and his main squeeze are uh, walking around a beach all of a sudden in the middle of the fucking woods. And it wasn't it her brother that, that died. Yeah. She's having a good old time. Grand old time. <laughs> we learned that this guy writes westerns. That's all you get from this fucking scene. Yeah. Do, do you, does this guy you think become um the remember they get a puppet like I think his name's Six Shooter. I wonder if that's this guy. Is that in part three? No, I think it's in part four. It's way too many puppet masters. There's movies. twelve. No. That's what 12? I read. Twelve. What? <laughs> and there's another one they're making right now, which might be a reboot, but I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't read horror news. <laughs> um, back at Toulon's lab, though, Jester's slowly dying. Um, and he starts explaining how he's going to reanimate Elsa and also the dolls. Uh, they will be repaid for and become themselves again, which I didn't know if that meant like he's going to turn them into humans or like I, I, you don't really know what he's talking about. This was so much better when it was called Dolls, directed by Stuart Gordon. Dude, that's all I could think about was how good Dolls was. <laughs> so much better. Because it's like the same shit. It's like, it's a lot, it's very, it feels very much like that. Um, Michael and our uh, main woman, Caroline, they're about to have a romantic night. Fucking Blumhouse fucking train. <laughs> Sabotaging us. I feel like it's louder in this room. It is, somehow. I don't know why. Um, Michael and uh, Caroline, romantic night. Yeah. Until creepy ass Toulon walks in. <laughs> Michael and Michael and Caroline find a record player, and they're they're about to get a little sexy, and then Toulon's like, "Hello," <laughs> and uh, he starts dancing with the girl, and then Michael's like, "Hey, buddy, like." Cut it out. Why is anybody cool with this guy being around? Dude, no. He starts dancing with Caroline, and everyone's fine with that. Michael's like, all right, enough, enough, enough. His mere presence. (laughs) Call the police. And Toulon makes me laugh so hard in this scene. Toulon honestly talks like a cartoon character. Like, I've actually kind of, I'm starting to get his cadence down. Not the voice, but the cadence. Like, that's how he talks. He's like, hello, Caroline. And he talks like an asshole. And so they butt him out of the dance, and he, like, walks up to the record player. And he just picks up a record and just fucking drops it on the ground. It fucking shatters. And he's just like, oops. <laughs> and he like walks out of the room like a petulant child. Like he's just so fucking irritated. Um, it's very weird. Uh, Michael says, um, well, oh, Caroline's Wait. like, I think this guy is like, there's something weird about this guy. Has has he already said that he thinks Caroline is actually Elsa. Um, I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think he, I think he reveals that in his like monologue after yeah. Torch shows up. After I think after I, I don't know, but I remember still being confused as to why he would dance. Oh yeah, maybe after I yeah. don't know. It was very. I think gay. it was before because he wants yeah. to dance with her because he thinks she's, she's Elsa. Elsa reincarnated. Or is she re- Elsa? Uh, who cares? <laughs> um, and and then Caroline's like, oh, there's something weird about this guy. I'm like, no, sh- no shit. And, and Michael's like, uh, ah, nah. You know what I wanted to mention, uh, like, throughout this movie? The cutscenes, we haven't talked about this in a while. It's the, like, shitty art where, like, the, the, the squares just get smaller and smaller. Like, the dissolves. The like, like, the dissolves and fades. Yeah, it's really that. fucking bad. And they use it a lot. Um, 
it's it's really bad and it cuts all over the place in this it just bounces around in this yeah. movie way more than it really should like it's it's aggressive and it's cuts um and michael's like hey if you suspect something why don't you call the police she's like no i'll just do it myself i'll just investigate this myself um we get a weird sex scene too a lot of neck smooching and touching yeah hair touching fucking weird um Michael also massages her scalp. Uh, Toulon starts talking some bullshit. Oh, this is, I think this is the monologue because it, cause it was, it was painful. I didn't write anything down. No, I didn't either. And, and then he's like, hey, Torch, like, uh, go do something. <laughs> Torch ends up killing a child for no reason. Other Torch than, is a piece of shit. Torch is a piece of shit. And actually, I looked him up on that villain's Wikipedia, <laughs> and it was like, Torch loves they have killing... everything. I know. It was like, Torch loves killing animals and kids. I was like, oh, what a guy. I think I read that, too. It was <laughs> like, he's like drawn like child. <sighs> it's so fucking weird. It's so fucking weird. Um, and finally, we start getting some kill scenes. I, the movie's almost over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are correct about that. Um, we finally start getting some kill scenes, though. Um, where was I? Oh, uh, we have Wanda and this other guy, Lance. Um, it looks like they just got done banging, but they didn't. It was before, but she was just laying on the bed with her boobies out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they definitely just had sex because he's in the shower. And then he comes out and he's like, I'm ready. She's like, it's too late. Calling boobs boobies is so funny. <laughs> um, 32 years old. <laughs> um, and he's like, hey, where's Carolyn? And they left her alone, which he gets pissed off about because there's fucking murderous dolls in the house. Um, so she goes out. Um, she goes to go find Carolyn. But she starts hearing some fucked up noises behind her, some sloshing, some stabby noises. Uh, before this, uh, Carolyn is like investigating a record book. And I was like, wait, there is no Eric Cherie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear that. This movie. <laughs> like, like they're shocked at this guy with bandage around his face. Who just showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> says he lives there. And there's an exhumed grave. Like what the fuck is happening? Um, it's so insane. So she goes back to the room after hearing like, and him being like, <laughs> she's like, what? What could be happening? She walks in and Blade is just fucking this guy up. Something fierce, just stabbing the shit out of this guy. Uh, and then Wanda gets shot. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. it. That's it. <laughs> That's fucking it. That's it for the two of them. And he uh, uses them to. Uh harvest their flesh the tiniest pieces of flesh again they take off like i don't know i, I was so confused it was honestly like an Wait. earlobe are they they're making it for the formula yes not nah, okay yes. yeah those aren't skin suits i don't think i think those are dolls right it's it, okay yes you're right mm -hmm. i think i knew that and then i forgot and i just remembered again it doesn't make sense it's stupid <laughs> because they were talking about how it, that's running that chemical. So yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. that's what they use it for. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they, they they mix that in with their formula. Um Carolyn and Mike, though, definitely post-coitus. <laughs> they definitely just had a romp of a lifetime there. Um, but then Caroline's like like stretches out and she's in her like um like sexy nightgown. <laughs> which she packed for her paranormal research trip <laughs> uh, to an empty castle. Uh, she gets up and she's like, she's, she's like, she decides to investigate in her nightgown. Like, dude, there's murderous dolls. Like, I don't understand this, but anyway, whatever. Uh, she walks around the house at night and finally finds two lawns lap and these two giant dolls. Um, clearly him and Elsa from their younger days. Yes. Um, and Toulon walks in. We waited. We've been waiting for you, Elsa. Ties her up. Ties her up. Um, Michael hears her screaming. And now this is this is the climax of the movie. Um, <laughs> Michael hears her screaming. Classic dumb waiter scene, dude. Tor so first, Torch comes in, and Michael's just laying there and lights the bed on fire. Michael somehow survives that though, and Torch just runs away, not seeing the fruits of his labor. Michael survived. Bare ass, though. Yep. 
Bear has Michael putting out a fire. So if you want to see a man's ass shake <laughs> while he like throws a tiny little sheet over a fire that somehow puts it out, uh, this is the film for you. Um, so Michael puts out the fire. He gets some clothes on, and uh, two, we, we're getting we're bouncing between Michael running up to this place and Toulon slowly, so excruciatingly slowly explain his plot to Caroline. <laughs> Over the course of like a hundred cutscenes, and he's he, he's he's like, oh, don't you remember? You're Mrs. Toulon. You're Mrs. Toulon, and she's just like screaming. Uh, and and all he had to do was literally just say that, like, hey, I'm gonna resurrect my wife through you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So Michael's on the move. He's trying to save this girl. He's kicking down uh fucking doors. He sees torch. He uh, sprays him with a fire extinguisher and then throws it at him. Uh, pinhead, pinhead swings from a chandelier. Uh, and punches him and then tries strangling him. Um, and Michael smashes him against a couple of walls. It's always so funny because once, like, the special effects are, like, while the puppets are trying to kill him. But then once he has to smash a puppet, it's just, like, this lifeless puppet. And it, it just looks so effortless. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. sucks. Like, he just grabs Pinhead by a leg and just fucking whacks him against two fucking walls. Right, which is what you should be doing. 100%. And now I understand why... Why movies embellish things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, then Blade jumps on his back. It's just like an all-out assault on this fucking poor guy. But I shouldn't say poor guy because none of them do anything to him. The, it's all... These puppets are terrible. They're the worst cr- killers of all time. Yeah. Uh, Blade jumps on his back um, and he just throws him down a fucking dumb waiter. And then the dumb waiter comes up and he sees his mom and Jester going up. <laughs> Which I like that scene. It was, no. but just because it's his mom, his mom, and he yeah. goes, "Mother!" <laughs> <laughs> Fucking corpse is shoved in a dumb waiter, and there's a jester doll that's like eating it. Dumb waiters, <laughs> dumb waiters do make everything better. And there's a dumb waiter in the next movie. The puppet masters love dumb waiters. No, but there's a bu- dumb waiter and intruder also. Oh, it's like an industrial dumb waiter. Yes. It's also a way better movie. I wish I had a dumb waiter. Do you? No, because I would never, never use it. Dude, you need someone to put stuff in it you so put, you can get it you up. You put food in it. Like, you put dirty-ass dishes in it. It would just sit there and rot. And one day I'd be like... It would smell so bad. My wife would... Oh, be- so much food would <laughs> spill on the side. Like, like Oh, yeah. Dude, it's just, so fucking You never rocky. clean it. It's so fucking rocky. You know your fucking cup's going to spill. Milk's going to no, drip. It's going to sour. <laughs> Dumb waiters are disgusting. Dumb waiters are for the uber rich that can afford to have like child laborers go in, <laughs> go into the dumb waiter and clean it like with a toothbrush. <laughs> like it's got to fucking stink. And you know you'd leave your shit in there. Your wife would be like, "Do you fucking clean out the dumb waiter?" And you'd be like, "Uh, yeah." And then she'd be like, "Open it." You'd be like, "No, nah, I'll do it later." <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened. Why you don't believe me? <laughs> And then you have to clean it out at like 1 a.m. So she doesn't, she doesn't know. know yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's life. Um, where where are we? Oh, oh, oh the Toulon the, removes the, his fucking bandages to reveal he's Castle Freak. <laughs> <laughs> what year was Castle Freak made? Was it uh, the 80s? No, it was like 90, 95. Oh, I was going to say, this has to be the Castle Freak fucking... Uh, the prototype? Yeah, the prototype for Castle Freak. Um, well, yeah. This came out four years before Castle Freak. Oh, well, I meant like Castle Freak was the... Pro- like they were just uh, like, eh, just use the same old fucking mask. But maybe not. You know what I've never noticed while we've been here? How many cars drive through? For no reason? and just in a circle? Yeah, like they're going to pull a hit. <laughs> I told you... Uh, I don't know why we're wasting listeners' time with this, but... One time, a car filed, like was behind oh, me yeah. from my house, and when I pulled into here, they pulled like right behind. And I was like, "Is this person trying to do something to me?" And then they just like circled around, <laughs> and then ended up parking and just going into a store. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, there's only one store in this plaza, and it's a vape store. Yeah. So that's it. That's that's it for the parking lot podcast. <laughs> Um, Toulon takes off his bandages. He looks like Castle Freak. Yeah. And he does another fucking monologue. Mm-hmm. And they're so bad. And they're always explaining shit we already know. Yeah. <sighs> That's my problem. And then somehow Pinhead and Blade, like, walk up. It, 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 no. Yeah. They walk up. Wait, they're dead. Or, or no. Pinhead and Blade are live. Right. But they're supposed to be, like, 
dismembered. Yeah. And then they also get mad because they hear Tulan's shitty monologue. And he, they're like, wait, he used us? Which isn't that revealing. <laughs> Dude, and you're also that's puppets. He, they're like, wait, he's using us for evil? They're harvesting flesh for I don't even know what they're mad about. I think they're mad. So my guess, my guess is that they're mad because Toulon's actually going to use all the serum on him and his wife and okay. not give it to the fucking puppets. That, is that revealed? I don't think so. I didn't hear it. I kind of put it together, but like, that's fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. Oh, it, it's so oh, yeah. stupid. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Um, and Toulon's basically explaining he's going to kill, uh, what's her name? Uh, Caroline, Caroline. And uh, put her soul into this other doll. And then Toulon decides to do it himself. Toulon slits his, drinks this juice. And then, or no, yeah. He pours juice into the fucking doll and then slits his throat and pours his blood into the doll also. Yes. And now we have Toulon doll. And then Torch sets him on fire. And when I say doll, it's a life-size doll. And by life-size doll, I mean a man in one of the most disgusting <laughs> costumes of all time. It is such a horrifyingly scary costume. They, they should have had this in it the whole time. Um, and he's like, see how easy it can be? Just a moment of pain and then immortality. And then he starts going. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you idiots. You gave me animal brains. <laughs> what the fuck? Gave me Abby Normal. <laughs> um, Michael finally finds the right door that he should have found forever ago um, and Toulon is trying to get her to drink the formula which he's having a really difficult time with he's like come on <laughs> just drink it um, Jester takes the formula though and fucking runs away books it Yep. Pinhead trips Toulon this is all so unexpected by the way they never cut to the they never cut to the puppets to show them be like hey man what the fuck with this guy like yeah. they just turn on him they just like all of a sudden Jester just grabs it and runs <laughs> it runs and then Torch sets him on fire and he falls out a window and he falls out a fucking window <laughs> it's so fucking weird um and you're just like at first you're like what are they doing like I I had no idea what was happening um Elsa and Michael run out of the house um, Toulon, again, yeah, he'd fallen out a window, so he's fucking deader than a doornail. But it fades out as Jester walks up to Camille, the psychic, uh, with the goblet. Which, why would they want her to be reading? I don't know. I don't understand. Um, but it cuts, and Jester's just looking at the camera holding a goblet. Yeah. So we have no idea what happened. Um, Caroline and Michael, it's like a flash forward. They're at the gravesite of the mother. Um... And they're just fucking Michael's like, I just don't understand how my mom's body had been moved and how her throat had been slit. Like every you just watched all of this happen. You know exactly what happened. They're like, and why couldn't they find the puppets? Dude, is this are you guys all fucking stupid? Like, I was so fucking aggravated by this. And then she's like, Well, you know, they reanimated her. And but it's not your mom, don't worry. Right. It 100% is. It's her soul, right? It's Oh, it's Camille. It's Camille. Um, and then that's it. And then we cut to a van at, like in the middle of the desert. With the puppets. Dude, the puppets are just sitting in the front seat. It's actually kind of cute. <laughs> but Camille is disgusting and dressed as a clown. Yeah. And it's like this doll Camille. Yes, mannequin. Yeah. And um, she's basically, they're arguing about the fucking roadmaps. <laughs> and then they're like, all right, off to get the kitties. And then they drive away. And on the back of the van, um, oh, they're like going to a home for tots and teens, like a, like asylum for tots and teens. Um, we have children to enchant. Torch, they pull away. So happy. And she is running a puppet company. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, when they get reanimated, just wants to be a puppeteer. Yeah. Why? I don't. Because of Egypt. Because <laughs> of Egypt. <laughs> yeah. This all goes back to Egypt. <laughs> When we don't know what happened. You told me uh, you had something that's going to blow my mind about this movie. Oh, it was the budget. Oh. <laughs> Dude, $780,000. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it's the puppets, right? Like, the puppets have to cost a fucking small fortune. What year did the first one come out? 89? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it's not even inflation. But four hundred k on the first one. 
Right. And I genuinely enjoyed the first one. I did not, but it's way better than this. It's However, uh, the first one has like even less of a setting. First one's just a house. And they go first from, like, one's just a house, room, right. So. But this one, they just walk out to the fucking beach. Okay, there's the farmhouse too. Farmhouse. <laughs> That's it though. And a trailer in the woods. And more like pyrotechnics and stuff. Probably a lot of cocaine was had. <laughs> I'm sure of it. <laughs> Old Charlie fucking whatever his name so, is. So do you still uh, stand by your two-star rating of this movie? Yeah. You gave Uncle Rump two stars. Okay, see, well, now we're going to get into this again. Okay, so Uncle Rump should probably be four. <laughs> this <laughs> should probably stand two. No, Uncle Rump should definitely be two. <laughs> All right. The one that needs to be changed is this. <laughs> uh, you gave Critters two stars. I put this in like the same vein as Critters. The first Critters is as bad of a movie as this? No. <laughs> 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 you know what though you got me in this mindset of thinking about things like um i started thinking about things <laughs> like i can only process a movie in one way i think i think that's my problem i can't be like i can't take like five elements and be like okay let's look at this about it let's look at this about it and then we'll like kind of like find a number in between like for all of them average it all out like i can only think of one thing and lately it's been I just remember you saying it. You were like, you brought up like rewatchability yeah. of a movie. And that's like my new, like how I rate things. And I'm like, like, I'll be like, so you would rewatch this, but like I compare it to other things. I would rewatch this over a lot of other shit. Okay. But you gave it this. So, so this and Rumpelstilts can have the same rating. So if you put the two and you're like, choose one, which one do you choose to watch? Oh, I don't know. I didn't like, mind you this. Do? You choose Rumpelstiltskin. I didn't mind this, though. Ugh. Dude, Uncle Rump is not great. Uncle Rump oh, sucks. Oh. <laughs> My steed awaits. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I do put these in this. I, I, I must disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even more offended that Ghoulies to go to college has the same rating as both of these. <laughs> Should that be lower or higher? It 100% should be lower. <laughs> Ghoulies. I, I think Ghoulies 1 should be the lowest. I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else we want to talk about? No. Next week is Intruder from 1989. Starring Bruce Campbell. For, for a solid 30 <laughs> seconds. I was offended when... <laughs> when save, save it, save it. Yeah, all right, all right, fine. Uh, yeah. Intruder, 1989, next week. Um, slasher. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Paul watched it for part threes for some reason. <laughs> Is that when he brought it up? Yeah. During the part threes? Because he, he was supposed to watch House 3. And he was like, hey, did you guys ever see Intruder? <laughs> we were like, no. We're so busy watching all these shitty part threes. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was looking for House 3, but uh, I found this YouTube movie, and it was titled... R-rated slasher movie, so I watched it, <laughs> and it was Intruder. I remember bringing it up. I didn't know it was that. Yeah, it was House 3 he was supposed to watch. So What a jerk. He was supposed to watch House 3, and he saw a movie called R-rated slasher, <laughs> and he watched it in full instead of watching House 3. <laughs> Man, that's funny. What movie right. did he watch in, like, Portuguese? Oh my god. Who is going to college? <laughs> what an unenjoyable time that must have been. Oh my god. He watched it without subtitles. I know. Because we talked about it. And he didn't say a word. <laughs> he sat on the couch two hours. And he just <laughs> he remembered scenes that we described, but like we were telling him the dialogue for the first time. <laughs> Why would you do that? Dude, I remember he like asked me too before. He's like, "Do you think? Do you think it'll be okay?" I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, to help out the show, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way to help us, um, and it really does help us. So please do that. Let your friends know. Um, if you do leave us a review, rate, review, subscribe. Wait, if you do leave us a review, email me Sean at ihatehorror.com, and I'll send you over. A sticker um, or two. 
Um, so yeah, uh, we're on facebook.com slash I hate horror. Uh, thanks to Harley Poe for allowing us to use the song Gorehound. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, do we do anything else? Oh, uh, oh, fucking hats pre pre-order pre-order our fucking hats. Yeah. Uh, pre-order ends Sunday. Um, and then that's it. They're going to disappear forever. So there's some fucking hats. Um, and we're going to have a new shirt coming out soon too. So whatever. Um, and that's store.ihatehorror.com for that. Um, I'm on uh, Twitter at I Hate Horror Show, Instagram, and Snapchat at I Hate Horror. I'm at Joe V421, Boognish1985, and Horror Show Joe. All right, man. That's it. That's it. Intruder next week. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Adios. Thank you. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>